Hello, what's up guys? Eman from PesoSmartPH here. Welcome sa panabagong episode. Shout out to all the podcast listeners as well. I appreciate you all. Today, we're gonna talk about cryptocurrency. Before we jump right into it, a quick disclaimer lang. I'm not a financial advisor. This video is purely for educational purposes only. Always remember, do your own research before buying any investment instrument. I'm here as your guide and treat my content as a resource that's part of your research. And again, one favor lang, smash yun naman yung like button for the YouTube algorithm and subscribe to my channel if nagustuhan nyo yung content ko. So the question is, ano nga ba yung cryptocurrency? So ide-define muna natin yan. So yung cryptocurrency is a digital or virtual currency or asset that is secured by cryptography, which makes it nearly impossible to counterfeit or double spend. So mahirap siyang dayain. Pero syempre nangyayari pa rin, pero mahirap siyang gawin. Many cryptocurrency are decentralized networks based on blockchain technology. Yung blockchain is a distributed ledger enforced by different networks of computer. Essentially, yung blockchain is a specific type of database. For example, yung Bitcoin, yung blockchain niya is decentralized in nature. So all transactions can be transparently viewed by either having a personal node or by using blockchain explorers that allow anyone to see the transactions occurring live. So kahit sino pwede mag-access ng mga transactions na nangyayari dun sa blockchain. Kasi yun yung goal nga niya kasi decentralized siya. Also, marami ding pwedeng gawin sa blockchain that can improve the lives of ordinary people like us through peer-to-peer transactions. And then, meron ding advantages of using the blockchain technology or applying the blockchain technology to save us and the businesses around us time and money. Mga examples niyan are crypto exchanges, supply chain and logistics, NFT marketplaces, decentralized video streaming, secure medical data sharing, music royalties tracking, personal identity tracking, cross-border payments with minimal to no fees. And I think isa yan no, sa mga early applications ng blockchain technology sa society and sa buong mundo. And many more. And masyadong marami to mention in just one video. Also, itong mga nabanggit ko, ito yung mga ginagawa or work on na magagandang project sa crypto space. So some crypto projects are even backed by big venture capitalists. Kasi nga, itong mga projects na to, are the ones who want to solve yung problems no, na nangyayari currently sa mundo natin. For example, yung supply chain, isa yan sa una kong ni-research ng todo talaga. Kasi sobrang inefficient ng supply chain. And isang example niyan is yung na-stock na ship dun sa Suez Canal, di ba? Like ilang araw, halos linggo, di ba? Na na-stock dun yung, yung ship na yun. And din yung mga gustong iwasan natin, no? lalo na sa supply chain. Kasi di ba, billions yun na wala. Like sa iba't ibang industry, sa iba't ibang businesses, sa iba't ibang companies. Dahil lang na-stock yung ship na yon sa Suez Canal. And ang daming na-block, no? And yun yung parang gustong isolve ng mga blockchain projects, ito mga crypto projects na to. Uh, na nag-specialize or nagpo-focus sa supply chain. And if you're learning and enjoying this video, smash nyo naman yung like button for the YouTube algorithm. You already know it. <laughs> Okay, sige, move on na tayo. So, a defining feature of cryptocurrencies is that they are generally not issued by any central authority. Kasi di ba yung banking system natin is backed by the central bank, which is centralized. So, lahat ng power or decision making is being done by one centralized entity. So, kung magpiprint ng pera, sila yung tatanungin. In short, 
sila yung responsible sa monetary policy ng money supply ng buong bansa. This affects the inflation rate of one country and syempre, goal nila is to maintain a low inflation and good GP- GDP growth. However, if magkaroon ng crisis katulad ng COVID last year, their hands will be tied and will be forced to print more money than expected. That will drive inflation up kasi dadaming supply ng pera sa economy natin. That will stagnate our GDP growth as well. So basically, ginawa yung cryptocurrency para maiwasan yung government interference or manipulation. One good example is yung financial crisis that started noong 2007 to 2008. Around the $498 billion yung bailout cost or pera na binigay ng central bank to financial institutions, mainly banks, to restore confidence sa finance sector ng United States. So while those banks and financial institutions mismanage the money of other people, sinagip sila ng government to prevent everything else from collapsing. And kung alam nyo or nabalitaan nyo previously or like ngayon lang no, kung may napanood kayo na video, tinanggihan ni Warren Buffett no, na i-bail out yung mga banks na yun, yung mga institutions na yun. Like ang ganda no, nung para mga offer ng mga banks, like ganito yung terms, ganito yung gagawin nila, and then like magandang parang investment opportunity para kay Warren Buffett but he declined. So ganun ka-corrupt no, yung sistema. Like yung, yung mga normal people like us, like yung mga nasa baba lang, di ba? <laughs> yung mga nagbabayad ng taxes, yung mga taxpayers, like wala silang gagawa but yung mga big institutions na to, Itong mga malalaking banks na to is like, pag, if they fuck up, then the government will just bail them out. That's why noong 2009, Bitcoin was launched by an unknown or anonymous individual or group known as Satoshi Nakamoto. So hanggang ngayon, hindi pa rin alam kung isang tao lang ba talaga siya or kung grupo sila. So pseudonym no, yung Satoshi Nakamoto. Bitcoin was created as an alternative payment system, one that operated anonymously and peer-to-peer, so eliminating the so-called trusted third party. However, currently BTC is considered as a store of value instead of being an actual substitute to our current fiat currency. So pwede mo siyang ihalan tulad sa gold, which is another store of value. Meaning ng store of value is an asset that maintains its value rather than depreciating. Gold and other pressure metals are considered good stores of value because their shelf lives are essentially perpetual or unending. So diba, sa gold lang may forever. Pero syempre, sinachallenge siya, siya ngayon ng Bitcoin. Now, let's talk about Bitcoin, altcoins, and stablecoins. Basically, nag-iisa lang naman yung Bitcoin, which is yung grandfather ng lahat ng cryptocurrency. Altcoins are lahat ng cryptocurrencies other than Bitcoin. Same sila ng characteristics pero may differentiation and improvement na from BTC. Kasi nga ba una yung Bitcoin so marami din siyang inefficiencies. Examples ng altcoins are Ethereum, Cardano, Litecoin, Binance Coin, XRP, and Polkadot to name a few. Then yung stablecoins naman are also altcoins pero pegged sila or backed by a reserve asset. This offers price stability and less volatility. Kasi ba diba, ang hirap naman mag-trade ng altcoins using Bitcoin kasi laging nagpa-fluctuate yung price ng Bitcoin. Ganun yung case previously. Nung una akong bumili ng crypto back in 2018, yung exchanges, ang tinatanggap nila na kumbaga currency dun sa mga transactions ng trading is BTC. So for example, gusto mong bumili ng Ethereum, 
BTC yung gagamitin mo para makabili ka ng coin na yon, ng altcoin na yon. So ngayon, medyo na iba na along along the way, along along the years no, nag-progress na. So nagkaroon nitong Tether, nitong USDC, nitong BUSD para mas stable no yung trading. So ano yung examples ng stable coins? So nasabi ko na kanina, USDT yung Tether, USDC ito yung stable coin ng Coinbase and BUSD which is yung stable coin ng Binance. So itong tatlong to are pegged sa US dollar, so sa USD. So yung conversion is almost always 1 is to 1. Alright, so quick recap naman tayo ng mga terms that we discussed earlier para mas malinaw. So yung una is cryptocurrency na discuss natin very briefly, blockchain, centralized financial system, decentralization, NFTs, cross-border payments, Bitcoin, altcoins, and stablecoins. So in the future, yung plan ko is like maggagawa ako ng dedicated videos or dedicated episodes on each of these. Kasi para mas maintindihan natin no? and para mas maging malinaw kung ano ba yung roles nitong mga to sa cryptocurrency. Siyempre yung una is na-discuss na natin on this video which is, you know, cryptocurrency. Okay, so medyo maraming information yung nabigay ko sa inyo. So if you have any questions, just let me know down sa comment section below. And I will try to answer them to the best of my ability. And if you're interested to learn more about investing, you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one session with me that is totally free. So click mo lang yung beacons link ko dyan sa baba to know more about it. Alright guys, so end na natin yung episode here. Sana may natutunan kayo and if mabot kayo at the end of this episode, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Also, if trip nyo, connect with me on my socials. So lahat yan, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at emanpsph. So yeah, let's talk there. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more of my content, be sure to leave a rating, give a like, share it, and subscribe. Your feedback is always welcome and appreciated. And remember, be pesa smart. See ya.